All right, everybody, welcome back. My name is Pale L. Poppy. This is the Top Tier Podcast. Yes, sir. I got a lot of topics for y'all this week, man. Episode 38? Episode 38. Right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Let's get it started. What we got today? Yeah, man. I mean, like, I think the thing I want to start with and probably the biggest, one of the bigger topics this week is Rolling Stone released a top 200 singers of all time. We're not talking about the 2010s. We're not talking about the 2020s. We're talking all time. All and time. they were trolling. They were, they were trolling. <laughs> like, this. He, he went this, straight there. I'm just saying, like, this is controversy. This is, like, media manipulation. This is, like. They're literally like, word, we're going yeah. to throw some bullshit in there to get people riled up just so we can get more ad revenue. It's, no, it's they definitely late did at this point. They definitely did it on purpose. And the one that obviously that we're going to hit on the most is Michael Jackson. Because when we were watching it or when we were looking through that list, that was the main one that we were like, they put him over the Michael Jackson. They put her over Michael Jackson. They put who after Michael Jackson? Like it was like some random people that you would I've never even heard of that were over yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah, man, like randos were over Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is 80. It's like random ass people yeah. are over my and I, I won't say they're random ass people, but there are people that I mean they don't random. hold a candle to Michael. In comparison to Michael, they're random. In comparison then, to the, Michael, they're random. So my problem with the list as a whole, obviously the Michael Jackson part of it, but my my problem with the list as a whole is the fact that I couldn't base like, I couldn't understand what they were trying to base everything off of. Like, what was the metric system that they were going based off of? Because some of the people that they put early on, like, they had um, uh, they had Paul McCartney. They had uh, John Lennon. So they had two they had dudes from the, the Beatles. Yeah. I mean, she was, like, top 50, I think. She was, like, top maybe, like, 70. But still, like, she's above Michael. So it's just, like, I don't know if they were going based off of legend status, like, your body of work over time. Or if they were going based off the power of your voice, because they were they had like Beyonce there, and Beyonce kind of categorizes both. She fits in both categor- uh, categories. She's in the top twenty, but I don't know, man. I think she was like six. She was top ten. Something, she was something high, yeah. But they had people in there like Smokey Robinson was mm-hmm. a top twenty, top fifteen, and you know Smokey Robinson is Smokey Robinson. Like I have nothing to say about him, but over Michael Jackson, like over Elton John. Like, I was just confused with some of that shit. Like, you you were upset about Sade. She was like, Sade, what, 50? They had her. She was high, dude. I think she was like 50, 50, 60 something. Which is a good spot, but I don't know. Some of that stuff, and then, you know, Rolling Stone is the same people that have said things like, Harry Styles is the new king of pop, which Celine is just Dion. blasphemous. Yeah, Celine Dion got left off the list. Talk about that. Yeah, man. Like, people were outside of like a Rolling Stone office. Protesting it, protesting the list, I and saw they that. posted it. Man, if we, you know, if we do a clip of this, we're gonna put up the picture, put up the tweet. They put up a tweet of like SpongeBob, like creeping his eyes out the window. Oh yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Them they looking out the window at all the people because mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They did that on purpose, bro. There's no way in hell Celine Dion isn't on that list, but they had like some fucking random people on there, and no disrespect to any of them because if they even, you know, able to be brought into people's minds when you're thinking of the top 200 ever then they probably are deserving of being on that list. But there was people that were just like left off the list that I was just like, huh? Like, how could you do that to some of these people? I wonder what people, like, I wonder what the artists think about when they like, when when The Weeknd sees that list and sees that he was placed above Michael Jackson, he probably just like scoffs and just like fucking laughs. There's no way that you believe that shit. Was, we have to, we have to fact check this one. Cause I'm like, was The Weeknd actually above Michael? 
Yes, dude. The weekend was above Michael Jackson. I'm pretty sure we said the weekend before we said Michael Jackson. You I can fact to, check I, it before. I have before to, I, I have uh, to fact, sound and we stupid. We can cut but this out, but I'm just like, we, we, can, we don't have to cut it. This is live action fact checking. I have no problem being wrong. He was one ten. So he, so he, so he was oh, Michael's okay, higher. Okay, okay, okay. Michael's okay. higher. But like, the weekend shouldn't be one ten. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's we're talking about old time. Said, yeah, we're talking about I, old time. Another thing I was saying, and I want to know if you agree with this. Another thing I was saying was. I don't think besides Ariana Grande, because she actually has fucking pipes, okay? Let's not get it confused. She actually has pipes. She can blow. I don't think anybody post-2010s besides Ariana Grande should be on that list. I agree. I don't, me personally, I don't know anybody post-2010s other than probably Ariana that should be on that list. Like, because Billie Eilish was like 198. Like, Let's stop the cap right now. What let's stop, let's stop the bullshit right now. Uh, SZA, SZA was high. Mm-hmm. SZA no, shouldn't SZA even was be on the list. She was, she was kind of low. She was in the hundreds well, and well, something. Well, well, I mean low. I, sh- I meant low. Yeah, SZA was low, but she shouldn't even be on the list. No, like, no, no. Now I got to look she up. Shouldn't. The woman has had two albums. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe three. I don't, I don't know if Z was a, a, a studio album. I don't know if that was a studio album or if that was just like a mixtape, quote unquote. But if that, is a, if that is an album, then she's had three. But still, three albums... Compared to some of those people that have like a whole twenty years of a exactly. body of work, I'd rather them put some of those random people like they had like some international mm-hmm. uh, acts on there that we had never heard of. But mm-hmm. it's like I can't I can't say anything about that because I've never heard them. So if they're regarded in this fashion, that means that they probably have some success. Like just because I don't know them doesn't mean anything. But I don't think that SZA is a top yeah. two hundred. A top two hundred. Definitely, it's not raw technical ability. And maybe that's not what they were going for. But this list is clearly not technical ability. I think this list is technical ability, discography, length of discography, influence, you know, and maybe even, yeah, yeah, like long-term influence. Because some of these Mm -hmm. guys, like SZA, that's influence, period. Like in terms of like the last five years, she has a high name. I'm not saying it's technical ability, but she has high clout for now. You're right. We're talking all and, time. It's still blasphemy, though. And another that's thing true. about that is, like, you know, because I, I, she just released an album that's, like, super, super successful right now. I think she's been number one album for, like, the last three weeks or something. She's breaking records. Like, that's the first time that an R&B female act has been top one for, like, a certain amount of weeks in, like, years, right? Probably, like, since Whitney Houston or, like, Mariah Carey or Beyonce or something like that, right? So... They're able to put her on like the headline of the Rolling Stone top 200. Look at SZA, you know, look at uh, The Weeknd. You know, you could put them on that list and that brings eyes, that brings traffic. So I get that, you know, because we were saying that throughout it, like they politicking. You know, mm-hmm. they politicking with that one. Um, Billie Eilish was like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. All time? Mm. I already said what I said. All time. I don't, I, don't, I don't want the Billie Eilish fans to come at me because I already got the SZA fans that are going to come at me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want Billie Listen, Eilish. Listen, I'm not saying they're not bad singers by any stretch of imagination, but all time. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? That's like yes. if we talking basketball and you're talking about like Patrick Beverly is a Hall of Fame builder. <laughs> he's on the list. And like people will look at you like. People will look Are you at you saying like, that Billie Eilish is is comparable to Patrick Beverly? Well, you is in the that league. a proper call? I think it's I think it's fair because you got to be pretty damn good to get in the league, but you're not a Hall of Famer. I feel like I feel like I'm you got to be pretty damn good. 
I feel like you should preface that statement by saying that you don't really I don't know shit about basketball. basketball. I don't know shit about basketball. Because they're going to tear your ass up for that one. I'm going to be honest. That's the you. funny one. But for the fans, just know I love trolling. Like, I've known, I've known, I've known the chosen one for many years. And they would just be talking about basketball. And I would just come troll. I would just come say, like, ridiculous shit. What's, I would just what, take the 5% I know about day? basketball. What did you say the what? other day? You got me. You re, I got a re, you got a reaction out of me. What did you say the other day? We were playing. We were playing a game, and you wow. said something. I forget what you said, but you got Damn, a reaction out of me. Dude, I know. I completely forgot, but it was do that so all dumb. The time, man. Do that all the time, but <laughs> yeah, we're not the biggest sports guy. I mean, I, I watch like my fair share of sports. I watch NBA primarily. I might watch a little bit of NFL. And speaking of NFL, because we have some sports topics, we don't really cover. We're not sports centric podcast, but. We do cover a little bit of you know sports topics here and there, so I think that the biggest story from this week's sports sport related, obviously, is Demar Hamlin. Um, so I think we should acknowledge that first of all, um, if you guys haven't heard, the man fell into cardiac arrest mm-hmm. on the field during a football game, nationally televised football game. That's like probably like the first time in history that's ever happened. A man had to be revived on the football field. So I probably I just want to give a round of applause for the fact that. The man is like up. He's he's conscious, and seemingly getting better as the as the it's days so, progress. It's soldiering through. Yeah, because um, there's like a few things that we're gonna talk about here, but I just wanted to make sure I got that out of the way. The fact that um, the human being that was on the field is doing better, and everybody's been super super supportive. Because um, one of the topics we were gonna talk about, which way do you want to go with it? You want to talk about the NFL first, or you want to talk about Skip Bayless? Because Skip Bayless, Skip. man, Skip he needs is to get like, some heat. That's, that's the um, that's the big one this one i think we should start with skip because nfl is always on some bullshit so we already that's know that's true but i think skip skip is the one everybody's talking about <laughs> skip bayless because i had to show you a little bit i had to walk you through the history a little bit of skip bayless's antics because um it's been it's been you know he, he sent out a tweet like the day that happened probably like a few minutes after that happened maybe like 10 minutes after that happened um and his tweet, which he then tried to walk back afterwards and make it seem like he was talking about DeMar Hamlin's health and safety, the t- original tweet that he sent was putting precedent on the priority of the game, prioritizing the game rather than prioritizing the safety and the health, making sure that this man who was just revived, I believe they spent like 10 minutes reviving this man. Instead of focusing on that, he decided to focus on the playoff implications that the game had. And I'm just like, bro, that's just another thing to add to the list of Skip Bayless just being a complete jackass. Like it's and 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 my another problem I have with Skip is is like, what's like he should have sent back to back. Like he should if he was going to say that, mm. right? Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then he should also said, but like you know, my condolences to his family and his health. Mm-hmm. Don't try to walk it back when they get in your ass because it doesn't feel genuine. Up, they went all the way up. It feels corporate. Pause. It feels like oh, I got to send out, a, I got to send out a fake apology. Cause they got in his ass. Yeah, <laughs> they got, all they, the players, all the players, yeah. all the people on social media, mm-hmm. um, like ordinary citizens. So what he ended up doing after he sent that uh, that that secondary t- uh, tweet is the next day he, on his show, Undisputed, um, he decided to give a, an opening monologue where he kind of addressed the tweet and kind of gave like I don't know, like some type of what's an expression I can use for a fake apology. Because it wasn't a real apology. 
people he were saying the he was words, sorry. crocodile tears in the comments. Right, because he he does like he's a backhanded that, like sorry, not sorry, like a sorry, not sorry. You know, exactly. I'm not like, gonna I'm take the tweet kind of forced to apologize, but I'm not gonna take it down. I'm gonna stand. But on that's it, the you know? thing, like, because you you just said like it felt corporate the way that he went yeah. about it. And then at the same time, it's like he's addressing it now and, and kind of giving a, an apology for it and like at least taking accountability for what he said. But then the following day after that, his partner, his co-host on the show, Shannon Sharp, who, by the way, is a Hall of Famer, like this, this man is no joke. He's not to play with. He's him. OK, mm -hmm. he took the day off the, pri the previous day. I don't want to say take the day off, but he missed the show the, the day before because this is a first in history. Like, this is a serious situation. So he's he's showing his support in that way. Shannon Sharp then comes on the right. show the next day and gives his opening monologue and wants to, instead of focusing on uh, Skip Bayless's jackassery, <laughs> if that's a word, decides to talk about Damar Hamlin as the individual that we should all be worried about. And here comes Skip. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not taking down the tweet. Why do you have a problem with the tweet? Has to insert himself. And I'm just like... So I wanted to say all that to say, like, after he said that all those things and interjected in Skip's monologue, he said that the bosses of the show actually didn't tell him to have an opening monologue, which he apologized and took accountability for the tweets. So is the flack on Skip Bayless? Obviously, for his tweets, that's his that's his problem. Yeah, that's, he needs that's to take his, accountability for it. Yeah. But why wouldn't the bosses of Fox be like, nah, we have a problem with that. Like, you should probably walk back that shit. Like, we don't want that shit coming to us. I'm assuming they're in agree. They agree with what he, whatever he's saying. If, if they didn't agree, with whatever he's saying, or the, if the heat is not hot enough for them, they're not gonna, they're not gonna tell him to walk it back. But isn't that weird that? And I understand like it's a talent thing, so you can always get a different athlete to come on your show and be part with, paired with Skip Bayless or whatever. Skip Bayless is probably the draw. But why would you, knowing that Skip, uh, not not Skip, knowing that Shannon Sharp missed the show purposely because he wanted to show support to Demar Hamlin? and not be on the side of Skip Bayless and not align himself with that narrative, why would you why would you choose Skip over choosing Shannon? Do you see what I'm saying there? I know I see what you're saying. Nice. I see. I mean, like you said, you know, we could go one way with it. I'm not going to go that way. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the one way I'm thinking we can talk about now is that, like you said, Skip is the draw. If he's the front man, they're not going to question the front man. Because now there's that tension, and I'm I'm sure you've seen it. You we watched the video together. Now there's that tension where you now you have two co-hosts that maybe, and we don't really know their past. We don't really know you know their relationship behind uh, behind the cameras. But now you have a tension where it's like I'm a football player. This is my family over here, right? I support my family. I'm part. I'm an NFL Hall of Famer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cape for every single football player that walks that field. You know what I'm saying? Especially right. the ones that are dealing with the things that DeMar Hamlin and his family are dealing with, right? right. So I'm obviously going to be on this side of the, of, the, of the fence when it comes to this, this topic. But now it seems like the bosses are almost taking Skip's side by saying he doesn't need to account for any of that shit. Like, we, don't, we didn't even make him have to take accountability. I, 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 it's just weird to me. It's just weird to me. Because Skip, Skip is not the draw. Skip is maybe the most popular guy. But Shannon Sharp makes the show. And we all know that. We all know that. It's just weird to me. And then he tried to sun him. We all seen that clip too where he tried to sun him. Yeah. And we but he like we has a history. Like when we were, we were talking about this off stream and we were going, you know, going over the topic, 
there's like clips of him in the past. I don't remember this player's name, but he was trying Richard to sign this guy. Richard Sherman. Sherman. He was trying yeah, to sun. Yeah. He seems to have a pattern where he has to be the top dog. He has to sun you. He thinks he knows better than you, and you're not on the field. You haven't. You didn't work your whole life this to old get into that man. career. You didn't build the relationships yeah. on the field. You don't have that relationship with the game and the people you're playing with and that sportsmanship. He's just. He just sounds like he seems like a clown. Like he just. He does it, sound like a clown, and I'm glad mm-hmm. he's being called out as a clown. Uh, like we said in the in the beginning when we were talking about this. Excuse me. The like all the athletes. All the athletes are fucking getting his in his ass because it, 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 it is valid because this man, I don't think this man has ever touched. He probably has never been on any type of sports team. I don't know his history all the way back to when he's high school. He's an old ass fucking man. Mm-hmm. This man is probably like in his 60s or something. I don't give a fuck about Skip Bayless like that. But, you know, it, he, at least he never talks about his history of, of being on a, on a, a, a sports team. You know what I mean? Like at least like, yeah. you know, because um, uh, Stephen A., for ESPN will say certain things about like, I'm critical of athletes and this and that, but you know, I, at least I have some experience being a collegiate athlete. You know what I mean? At least I'm coming from right. somewhere of experience. Who the fuck is Skip Bayless besides some dude that used to write for some, like, I don't, I'm just, I'm irritated with Skip, bro. I've been hating wonder, Skip, is, is, is Skip a nepotism baby? Is, you know, I don't know how that just popped in my head. I don't know. That's like, actually is, a good question. You know, that's a good question. Is he just, cause like, what are, you know, when he was talking to Richard Sherman, like, he, and Richard Sherman was like, I'm elite in my field. You're just, like, some dude. Like, yeah. can you really say you're elite in this sports medium, this sport, you know, sports He was like, I'm better at life than you. <laughs> you know, he tried to sign him, and, and Richard Sherman was like, but, like, you're not really doing it the same. Like, are, are, are they talking about you in the same light they're talking about me? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've been around for a couple of years. You're on a popular show, but, like, are you really the elite in that He's field? He's been around for a while, though. He's been a while, around for a while. And don't get me it, wrong. I'm not saying he's not. He probably's up there. But like, is he mm-hmm. the Pat Bev? Like, you gotta be good to get him. You gotta be good to get him. But you know, is he Pat Bev? I think that there's a thing, and I know, I know that a lot of our audience they, they hate when we go racial with it. But I think there's a thing where you get these average type of white dudes where it's easy for you to just keep them in that position because you know we're going to talk about Dana White next. It's easy for these dudes that like have a certain type of uh, uh, ex- exterior. I'll say it that way, so we don't get too racial. There's a difference. There's a difference between the exteriors, right? So it's like Dana White is caught on camera, bro, on camera on a holiday, fucking slapping the shit out of his wife, and they covered that story up. I'm like, I haven't seen anything. Dude, I, obviously we've it, seen the I mean, it's like in, but- the cover-up's intense, man. When when the Ray Rice shit went down, I can't tell you how many times I saw the punches, dude. Like, I swear to God. First time I saw it, my jaw drop, but like Jay Z and Solange, like we seen that. Oh moment. my God! All I mean, when anything happens to a black athlete, black entertainer, that shit is every fucking where. It doesn't even have to be everywhere. On camera. If it's an accusation, yeah. they gonna talk about that shit and blow it the fuck up. One of the things that we said, a little critical thinking here. One of the things we said, just that connects, is a little bit of an equivalent. Is if you guys remember a couple months back in, I think that was like November, maybe. Kyrie Irving had his situation, right? Where he right. said all that anti-Semitic shit. And then in the NBA, they made sure that they were asking all of the top athletes, right? But the ones that we saw speaking the most vocal, the one, the clips that we saw being shared the most were from black athletes, not from Jewish athletes, not from the people that he accosted, but just from just his, his peers, 
but right. were mainly black athletes, right? And so LeBron James, when the Jerry Jones situation happens, if you guys remember that, because that that's kind of the sim it's a similar topic. The Jerry Jones situation was covered for a little bit of time. You know what I mean? If you guys remember, it was covered for like a week, maybe. Maybe. And that had they much had more coverage than Dana. Than Dana. Definitely, definitely. But the level that it was covered amongst his peers was not the same. Why aren't you guys asking the peers? Uh, why aren't you guys asking the NFL owners what they think about Jerry Jones? You see what I'm saying? I so see you see things like the, like the Dana White situation happen. And if you put any other person in, in his shoes, and I wanted to say, if you were to put like, for example, like a Magic Johnson when he was an owner of the, Dod of the Dodgers. If you were to put any other owner, any other black owner, or, or, or a person of color who happens to be an owner in that situation, because of their exterior, I just feel like it's going to be handled differently. That's just my, yeah, that's just my personal opinion. I, and I agree. And we're not going to get too deep. We already know you guys going to be in the comments. You made it racial. <laughs> you made it. You, why'd you make it about race? They don't like when we go racy. But and this my is thing just about a, that is critical like, thinking. We live in a country that was literally built on race. And it wasn't black folks who built it on race. But now you guys are crying when we point out a legacy of this nonsense going on. You guys want to cry about people, us making it racial. And y'all made it racial first. And you still make it racial. But we're just not gonna put a little thought behind it. Just, we ain't gonna, just gotta put a little thought behind it. We gonna get it off. We gonna get off of it. We're, it, gonna get it off. we're not gonna go. Uh, uh, where, where do you want to go next? Where do you want to go next? Uh, I really want to get into uh, the Doctor Love. So we're gonna get a picture of him on the screen. <laughs> Doctor Love, dude. We've been seeing him since we were we went and we were in high school. I swear to God. Oh my this, God. He's for those who don't know Doctor Love, the Doctor Love dude. He's like this kid. He's not a kid anymore, but he was a kid <laughs> who would impersonate being a doctor. And yes. he's done it like several times and Has goes he? to jail. And then it just seems like he gets out and just goes right back to doing it. So we got into an argument. I want you guys to talk about in the comments, whether on the podcast comments or the clip comments or the short comments. Uh -huh. I want you guys to get in there and talk about, do your research on him. Look this guy up and tell me, because we have an argument where it's like, I'm like, this guy's mentally ill. He has some kind of he has to have some kind of personality disorder. Nobody mm. willingly goes to, tries to go to jail. And I don't know how he's getting away with it. it. It almost seems like he's like doing it for like a week, a cup, like a period of time. And then they catch him. I'm like, well, how the fuck is he forging the documents? Like, how well, is he that? Time, like, how does he keep getting away with it? I think this time he got he got arrested because he was being fraudulent at the at the at his current job. That he had he was instead of i think he was like fixing the numbers the account numbers so people were sending him businesses were sending him money to his personal accounts not to the accounts of the company that he worked for so in my opinion you said it was mental illness in my opinion this nigga is just a scammer this nigga needs to be selling courses when he gets out of jail about how to scam the system my guy <laughs> that's what it seems like to me you don't well, see it that way that makes sense with that context then he makes you wonder if he's a scammer but like his prior dealings of pretending to be a doctor, he did it so consistently. I can only think the dude's mentally ill. Why can't it not be both? But it when I hear that both, now, yeah. it should be and not or. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know. But I'm on the, the opinion he's mentally ill, and maybe he decided, you know what, being a doctor isn't worth it. But I'm gonna just scam. I'm Bro, gonna be a scammer. Has dude. some entrepreneurial I'm a, I'm a swipe spirit, story. Yo. For those who don't know what swipe story is, that that what's uh, that? I that never Detroit, heard of it. This Detroit rapper, it's like Cornball, dude. I think his name is like TJX9 or something like that. Okay. Oh, he's like, his, all his music is about being a credit card scammer. And it's like the corniest, it's funny. It's like comedy rap. But it's like, I think he's dead ass though. 
But that's what I'm thinking is like, does he is he trying to impersonate TJX six nine now? Like, you you a swiping dude, a swiping rapper? That's a credit card thing, fraud, dude. You, this nigga has some talent at scamming, yo. He needs to be like, he can make. You remember uh, who was that? Who was that dude? Who was that dude that made like a series of vines? I don't know if it was vines or TikToks or if it was YouTube videos. Uh, but he was a scammer. Remember, he would wear the big fur coat. What's his name, yo? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. His whole brand was that he was a scammer. I forget the name that it was called, but he needs to do something like that, bro. If Dr. Love got on fucking TikTok, it was making videos about how to scam and just like made it like a parody. Like his life is a parody. He's just a scammer and he gets in trouble for it all the time. That shit will bo- that, 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 that shit would go. Hilarious. I would watch that shit. Yeah. Like little TikTok kids. You know he He's was on the PPP bro. shit. You know he was on you the PPP know, shit. You already know he was on yeah. There's no way he was. I can, I can get learn something ass. from this That's man. probably one of the charges. That's probably one of the charges, man. I've always I wondered, can... like, why would people want to be a scammer instead of just go getting the fucking job? Well, I don't know, man. Fast, fast money. You know, like, I watched this movie. But you're going to go to jail, though. It. You're going you to get caught. I watched this movie about that. Uh, it's called Emily the Criminal. It's on. Uh, it's got big on Netflix. But anyway, like in the movie, she was like, like a college student, but like she had an. I guess mm. she had an assault case in college, and they just never let her get a job, so she could only work fast food, uh, and like and like and other stuff. And she was like, mm. she met this dude, and he was like, "Hey man, I hear these fake credit cards. Go in Best Buy, buy a whole a fuckload of TVs, take them to another Best Buy, return it for clean cash." Right, right. And, exactly, and she exactly. Gets, she, like, it, turn, it turns to, like, a big thing. I'm like, damn. But if you're getting that fast money, I mean, you're making 10K in a week. That just sounds like a, that sounds like a job. I'm sure that Some they people can think flip it's that worth shit. It. Flip that knowledge. Front. Like, Some I don't know. Think I would be the it. connect on the it's knowledge. Worth I wouldn't be me. trying to do I, it. I can't go to jail. Now, I definitely think I'm a, I'm on Pisces. I'm mutable. Like, I, I, I'm adaptable. Like, hmm. I think if, 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 knock on wood, <laughs> but if I went to prison, I feel like I would be, I would be like a thug. Like, I would, like, I would adapt. Like, like, I definitely think I would start off soft, but I would get out hard and quick. But some people you can't. like that movie, Get Hard? But it's not worth it. it Pause. I, I, I don't know. I don't you know about get hard. Get hard. You would get hard at No. I will not get hard in prison. I'd be running for anything that tries to get hard. Because I'm from, like, the booty warrior, you know? Like, exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. That shit is funny. Who is that nigga that you was talking about? The rapper? TJ what? TJ... T Jax X. I'm gonna look it up. His name is T J. We should watch. We should, it would be hilarious if we reacted to it because I want to show he, you a video. Is he better than Andrew Tate though? He got bars better than Andrew Tate though. I would rather his name is T T E E J J A X Y. Sorry, J A Y X six. I don't know why it's like I'm fucking it up. You can cut that out. Yeah, T Jax T Jax. I'll I'll show it to you. I'm sure it's <laughs> now we can cut some of this out, but yeah, his name is T Jax X Six. Someone showed me him in college, like we were all high as hell, and it was just a meme. It was like, bro, Gotta just be. put this dude on. It's so funny. He is so funny, bro. I have to show you. I have to show you at least one video. It's called Swipe Story. Um, I, we're not on Discord, so actually, no, I can share my screen. We should try. Okay. We can cut some of this out. Um, we don't have to. Just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. I wanted to know if he's a, it, does he have better bars than Andrew Tate though? Uh I think he does. <laughs> I think he does. I think he does, bro. Because Andrew Tate is garbage, bro. Andrew Tate is garbage, bro. We were gotta, watching we were watching Andrew Tate music videos before we got on to record. And Andrew Tate, I'm not gonna lie, 
has some bars here and there. He be keep fighting, he can find a pocket. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. The man had a little bit of bars. You don't agree? Uh nah, bro. I thought I thought he had like a couple. Don't get me wrong, I think of a different rapper with a different voice. Took some of the bars. Mm. It would have sounded cool. But a oh, lot yeah. of it was corny. Put Drake I'm on sorry. the track. I'm sorry. A lot of it was corny. I'm so I, I just can't. It was corny. <laughs> like, dude's not a rapper. Like, this he's shit not a was rapper, corny. Nah. Yeah, he's not a rapper. Like, uh, rap is really, it's really easy to be a corny rapper. That's why too many of these dudes should not be rappers. Like, you have to, I feel like you have to have a very specific voice, very specific flow. Like, everything is highly trained to be a rapper. Mm, or it just yeah. sounds corny. You can't no, it's art. It's, it's, it's an art style. It's an art style. It's mm-hmm. not just like anything that any. You can learn it though, but it's, it definitely is an art style. You gotta have a brand behind it. Andrew Tate. We forgot to talk about him last week, bro. I can't. I cannot believe we just forgot. Andrew Tate is not on my mind ever. And the one time Never. that he actually, not even had, a little. <laughs> the one time I see him, that I he see actually the incel culture around him. I can't get on it. The incel culture is Andrew. I see the incel culture around him. I can't get on it. Is Andrew Tate considered like a red pill guru? Is he on that he, level? He is like the red pill guru. I really believe Andrew Tate filled the vacuum that Kevin Samuels left and like took is it, it to Is it that extreme. deep? Seriously? Yeah. I think so. Well, he gone now. Rest in peace. He gone now. Kev, rest in peace. I don't speak ill of the dead, but like I think Andrew Tate like came at a time where it was just like, because like, like Kevin, I know it's, like, more of a black community thing. Like, I'm sure there's, like, mm-hmm. white manosphere figures mm-hmm. that are, like, you know, and Andrew Tate's, like, white passing. He's, he has, we're going to get into that. But anyway, we like, I think we didn't he, know he was black. that vacuum. Yeah, we were doing research on Andrew, and we didn't know his dad was black. And his dad was, like, lighter skin. His dad was probably half black, but, like, Andrew like a Tate black. is a nigga. Like, he's black. I'm like, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Tate's, Tate's a nigga. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I did not know this. Didn't, he is extremely like, white uh, what's her though? name? There's a uh, there's an artist. Fuck, she's she's what's her name? There's another artist. She's white passing too, like in the same kind of vein. Like you would not believe it. You talking uh, about Halsey? We're gonna put it up on the screen. Halsey, yes, it's Halsey. Halsey. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like kind of like the Halsey situation. It's the same. Because I've never heard Andrew Tate once say anything that re- would uh, reference his blackness. Do you think it's because he understands that his image would kind of be? I don't want to use the word tarnished, but he would lose an audience. That's what I'll say. Yeah, he would lose a corner of his that. audience. He's he's making a play because he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't even identify as black. He probably identifies as a white man, and, I, and that's cool. That's what you. That's what you identify as, man. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna address you as that. Yeah. But like, he understands the world. He understands society. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's not going to like? Let's just be yeah. honest. Like, he's close no, enough that he's like, it's a, probably a smarter play to do that. Most people are gonna look at me and see a white man, for the most mm-hmm. part. Dude, uh, we did you know, so much research on him today. We did so much. I didn't like realize that. His father that. was a chess savant. His father yeah, yeah. said he's like a chess guru. He has a like fucking like sister. A he has a black yeah. sister. He, I, I thought the sister looked blacker than him. You th- you thought she didn't really look. You, you thought she looked kind of the she same. She kind of looked like Meghan Markle. Kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Meghan Markle still passes. Like, she can pass in certain. But, you know, if you up with I like, think the, Meghan the elites, passes the royal family, going to say, you black, girl, yeah. you black. I think Meghan passes <laughs> less than uh, Andrew Tate's sister, though. Me personally. Okay. Okay. Megan doesn't pass as much. I think Megan, you can look at her and definitely see there's some African in there. It's but the like hair, Andrew, yo. Andrew you can't Tate's hide sister, them locks. You bro. would wonder if she was like maybe Indian, like a little Indian or like. I suppose. Like I suppose. Easter, but you still Easter, see the melanin. You know, like, Even in the Tates, you can still see the melanin. Mm-hmm. Andrew Tate got wrecked, though. 
He got wrecked. Yeah. So so we were doing the, a little bit of research on it because we wanted to make sure that he was even charged because a lot of the headlines was just like showing, you know, Andrew Tate arrested or whatever, Andrew Tate detained. But I wanted to make sure that he was actually charged. So this man is most likely going to go down because they actually have investigations that were already going on beforehand. Like there's a lot of shit that's coming up. There's a lot of dirt that's coming up about Andrew Tate and his past. Yeah, I mean, they're, apparently they're saying that, well, right now we know that he was charged with human trafficking charges. His cars are being seized. I'm I'm sure probably eventually a lot of his property is being seized. Um, yeah, definitely. And, yeah. And, they're going to Rico and, him. Oh, he's getting Rico right now. But, yeah, that's, that's what I understand right now. And he was in Romania and that they figured out where he was because he posted a response video to Greta Thunberg. Is, is that her mm-hmm. name? I don't know how to say yeah. her last name. Thunberg. Posted a response video to her, and the pizza box gave information that was relevant to the police on where his that is where his fucking location crazy, was. yo. That is fucking crazy. I eat pizza all the time. <laughs> like, I, I sometimes I just wonder. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I just wonder. You know what's funny about that is because he was human trafficking, right? What's I, and I, I'm gonna sound a little stupid right here because it's probably a false correlation. But what the fuck was Pizzagate? Like, wasn't that like some type of human trafficking I thought thing? Gate, I thought Pizzagate was that, I guess there was like an email. Was it a Hillary? This is ignorant. Guys, this is all off dome. Just let you know. We don't, I don't, I don't know much a lot about of Pizzagate. Political all I know about Pizzagate is that apparently there was some kind of email that was leaked by, was it somebody, some a Democrat in Congress, something about mm-hmm. pizza, like pizza or something. And I guess somehow the QAnoners or these crazy people said, this is the meeting location of the pedophile cabal or some shit like that. So oh they were like God. harassing like this like local police bi- uh, this local pizza business because they thought this is where the elites meet up. Oh, so like it was like fake sex shit. Traffic. It, it wasn't even a real conspiracy. It's just like think, some yeah, fake, fake shit on shit. Yeah, some guy like pulled up with a my gun. My was like, I'm pretty sure that happened. So this, oh my God. this rest this pizza business. I thought there was like truth to that, but I guess not. Shit. I'm so Andrew Tate is gone. Who's gonna take his place? Well, it depends on how long he's gone, but I don't know, man. I don't be surprised if you see another Tate, a guy who just takes the Tate playbook and just goes, cranks it. I, I don't know what it is right now, but it just seems like there's a lot of, like, impressionable, like, I would say, like, 15 to our age that mm-hmm. are, like, really into this manosphere, maybe a little older, probably, like, 15 to 30. Could be. People who are just into this manosphere, like... And I will admit, dude, a just lot like, of those videos. And not even just man, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, a lot of these videos. I'm not gonna cap, okay. I do not agree with the the message of most of this shit, but a lot of those videos are fucking entertaining. Like, I was watching. I got on a little bit of a rabbit hole, <laughs> and I was watching an Andrew Tate video that led to a Britney Renner video, and the common link between those was this girl named like Pearl or something like that. She's like some little white chick and she lives in London or some shit. And she's like, she's, she's probably that. Cause I was asked, I was going to ask you that question so I could give you my answer. Cause I think that she's most likely going to give us a different variation of that red pill manosphere shit. Cause it's going to be coming from a woman. So that's her edge. She that's has a completely right different. Yeah. I, no, I, I don't think there's any other woman who's like in their red pill space on that level. She's getting thousands, yeah. hundreds of thousands of views on her YouTube videos. Nah, man, I've seen a lot of people who are like really on that like female version of Manosphere. They just say exactly really? what they want. What they want to they they say exactly what the men want to hear who are in that community. 
And yeah, that's what she like, does. Yeah, you're the ideal woman. And they just throw money at him. Like, that's the new, that's the griff right now. I swear to God. That's interesting. I, yeah. I've seen a lot of channels. I'm trying to think of her name, but it's a channel. Her, she has like a couple hundred thousand subscribers. And she just goes, or like, I think she's Afro Latina. And she just like, she had like a Taylor, she had like a uh, Andrew Tate video where she was like, he's a male role model. He's, I was like, I was like, this is grifting. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I kind of watched mm-hmm. some of her videos. I was like, ah, I kind of, like, I agree with a lot of what she's saying. But like, when she got to the Andrew Tate shit, I was like, all right, this is some grifting shit. Yeah. This is like mm-hmm. you getting she know these dudes want to just hear her just say certain shit and she's like, Alright, let's get this money. Definitely. Definitely. I can't get be. behind when it comes to Andrew, most of these manifold dudes, some of them I I some of them are like really cool. Like they're not really on that massaging shit. They're just kinda like men you gotta just tighten up and, you know, learn, talk to people, whatever. Yeah. But like most of these dudes, they just appeal to the incel just talking misogyny ridiculous crazy. It's all yeah. it's most of them. And niggas be believing that shit. They eat that shit up. Some of them really they, be on some real shit, but like a lot of kicking real game, but a lot of them just be talking. Sometimes talking you might hear like some anecdotal clip where it's like, oh, you know, men should do this and women should be like this or whatever. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I can see yeah. that. I can see the justification in that. But most of the time that shit is coming from a place of ignorance, evil and yeah. misogyny and sexism. So I don't even get behind a lot of that stuff. And, I can't co-sign the ones it. I'm talking about, most of, their, most of their channel is about kicking advice to men specifically. They're not running around blaming women. They're not running around saying, a woman needs to do this. A woman. They're just like, man, you need to tighten up. You got to step up your style. You got to go to certain, you know, maybe you, you haven't found the right crowd. You got to get your body together. You got to get your hygiene. You got to get your money up. Yeah, that sounds like That's like, like 95%. Exactly. That's like 95% of what they talk about. And some of the huh. stuff will be, you know, but like, that's most of what they're talking about. Andrew <laughs> K dudes, they just be talking know, bullshit. <laughs> they need to have uh, that that just pearl girl or whatever. I wonder if she's gonna have Gabrielle Union on here because Gabrielle Union has some things to say on a podcast. I guess she's going around doing podcasts now. She should go on that show, that just pearl shit, because she says some things. What what she say? <laughs> what she say well, about? <laughs> she basically though the headlines look make it look really bad, but basically <laughs> what she said that she felt justified cheating in her previous relationship before she got with Dwayne Wade because she mm. paid all the bills. She paid all the bills. And um I just don't I don't when I looked at the headline I was like, that's some scumbag shit. That's some like that's some Jada Pinkett shit. That like, sounds like I guess that sounded so bad, bro. That's somebody like Andrew Tate would say. That's how yeah. I took it. I, I hear that all the time. We get Kevin a little Samuels used to say that. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Exactly. I think if we you're get a high little value delusional. Man. We get a little bit delusional when it comes to some of these um, perspectives, I'll say, when it comes to relationships, because we have to understand that a lot of this stuff isn't gender exclusive. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times it's just like, because men, you know, there is a patriarchy in place. So a lot of these men will be, uh, they will rise to the top of a lot of these industries, like a red pill, and I don't know if you can call that an industry, but you know, a lot of these sectors, right? But there probably are people on the opposite sex, from the opposite sex, that are saying the same exact shit in their own way, if you if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I think that a lot of times we try to do that gender battle. That's that's super popular right now. We talk about that a lot on the show, where it's just like this gender battle where everybody is just trying to pick a side and say like, oh, I'm a woman, so it's, it's okay for women to be like this. and Or it's like, I'm a man, so it's okay for men to be like this. And it's just like... This is the one time on earth I'm probably ever say this, but like, where's the moderate? 
<laughs> like <Right. laughs> it's extremes. We live we live in t- a time of extremes. Everything exactly. Is, it's just this binary. That's a good way of saying it. Either you're this or that. If you're in the middle, you're just a fence sitter. You know, and that's in politics. That's like gender war. You know, that's like it. It. I. I. It almost feels like most people don't ever want to meet in the middle on anything. Either right. You're in it or you're not. Yeah, because a lot of stuff, it is kind of like it does seem like there's a right answer. What do you think about this, though? Like, because the point that she said isn't bad. The only part that's negative about it is the fact that she felt that she was entitled to cheating. But if you guys actually don't read the headline and go and listen to the interview as we did, she was really saying she prefaced it by saying that at least what I uh, interpreted it as is that she said that they were in an open relationship. And then see, they don't, they're not going to, they're not going to frame it that way because they want her to look bad. Did it, did you get that interpretation it, or did you just, that's the interpretation like I got saying, from it. Yeah, exactly. It was either that they were in an open yeah. relationship or because they had that no, they were cheating on they each had other. had anyway. no type of connection. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had no connection. She said when she went to uh, like marriage counseling, the, the therapist was like, I don't even know how y'all made it past the first date or two. Right. Y'all have nothing in common. You guys share no values. Somehow it's like you guys stumbled into marriage. If I was be honest with you, I think you guys should just make your call way, move your way out of this relationship. Call it quits because it's yeah, like, I, you know what I mean. So it's I'm like not, it's kind of like the relationship. There was no relationship to begin with, mm-hmm, you know. If exactly. you get that context from it, but but her, it doesn't sound. It's still technically cheating, but they both probably didn't care, it's, you know. But the way she framed it makes herself look pretty bad, and of course the media ran with it. Yeah, there's just no place for cheating in a relationship, period. Because if, if it was an open relationship, that's the other thing, right? Because that's the interpretation that I got from it, because she probably set it up like that on purpose. But in reality, if it was an open relationship, she wouldn't say that she was cheating. That's true. So technically, I guess it was an open relationship. So she was, or she felt, she felt justified to cheat. Did she cheat? Was that explicitly That's what stated? she said. That's what she said. She said she was okay. cheating. Another thing that she said that I thought was interesting that I don't really want to talk about it in the sense of Gabrielle Union's life, but another thing that she said was that she felt like at that time that she needed to be validated by certain types of men. What do you think that means? Because that sounded exactly when I was when we were watching it. The thing I said was that sounds a lot like what Brittany Renner just recently said. And people said that she's doing a rebrand and she's grifting, but she said the same thing, which is like, for a while, during my younger years, probably the same age as Gabrielle Union, she was saying that she felt like she needed to get attention and validation from certain types of men, quote unquote. That's the maybe words high, that they use. Maybe it's the high value man. Maybe it's the. And that's I mean, what you said. I don't, you thought it was high value. I don't. I don't doubt that she still doesn't want a high value man. So maybe we're mis- misinterpreting the kind of man she's looking for. Because in Gabrielle's case, if she's paying the bills, the dude is not high value. He's just not. That's He's weird, not right? That's why yeah. I was trying to say, like, what does the high, what does that mean? Like, what is that type of man? Maybe that's Maybe just every, in her they case. They have their different interpretation. They, we don't know what their probably interpretation of high value yeah, is. Probably. Maybe they have to be rich as a default, but there's other qualities and other status things they're looking for that makes them the type of men they want validation from. We won't probably really know. Do men look for validation in women? What kind of validation do men look for? Uh, I think the validation, especially when we were younger, but. And I, I, to a lesser degree now, it's like dudes want to run around and run about. I, I, I've been with her. I've been with her. Body count. It's like it's raw numbers. You know what I mean? Like it's like you want to be seen as a dude who gets a lot of women, who gets sex sexy regularly. enough to fuck. Is it about fucking exactly. or is it just about getting attention? I think it's just about it, fucking. 
I think it's a okay. Uh, yeah, because like, with women, it's like they just want like numbers in their phone. You know what I mean? They just want text coming in. Some women, uh, other women probably do want sex. Other women probably want to yeah. be seen with the men that you know are high high ballers, high rollers. You know what I'm saying? Like men, I don't think men necessarily look for validation in the sense where it's like I want women to talk to me. I just want women to talk to me. I don't think it's like that. I just want women to text me. I don't have any numbers in my phone. I don't think it's. I don't think men really think that way. Because men have a different mindset. It probably is nah. what you were saying, where it's just like we just want to fuck. That's our validation. Exactly. Like I'm, yeah, I'm hot enough to number. get some ass. <laughs> exactly. And decent looking, you know, and maybe not even decent looking. Some Do we? Dudes, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think we care about decent not looking. Some of dudes, us, bro. Some dudes, you get thirsty enough. You know, you're going to do what you got to do. Enough. They're not exactly. thirsty. It's desperate because they be calling niggas that get pussy. Like, they call it Drake thirsty. So we always talking about Drake. I always bring up Drake, huh? I always talk about Drake. <laughs> but they call they call niggas that, are, that get all the ass, they call them thirsty because they get ass. So I don't know. It's probably just desperation on that point because you have some stories. Yeah. Or you've been told. I don't know if you want to share them on the, on the podcast, but you have stories of people that you know and that be... Hiding, putting bags over people's heads and shit, walking them down the hallway. <laughs> oh yeah, nah, I'm not gonna get. Well, I do got a story. Um, you don't have to share it if the guy listens, because I don't want him to get. I don't oh, want you no. to get. We, we ain't homies. We ain't cool in any stretch of the imagination. Not even a little bit. But yeah, I did knew somebody in college who was sneaking some person up and down the hallway. Oh my god! In the middle of the man. night. I'm so glad but, I never. But had the dude to do was that. like, "Hey, I, I got lost a V car. I'm, I'm clapping." I guess like, so, hey, man. I so. guess so. Hey, everybody gets desperate, man. I'm sure there's there's people on the opposite uh, of the opposite sex that say the same thing. You know what I mean? Um, the last thing we were going to talk about was this, and you're the tech guy. Let me let me let you introduce this topic. So yeah, there, there's an there's an AI company that they're getting ready to trial their first robot lawyer. This is this case involves it's fucking a speeding, crazy, a bro. speeding ticket. It's a speeding ticket. I, and when I was reading the article, I was like, "There's no way this is legal for one." There's no, and they they address this in the article, which and is not, no, yeah, and it's not, and there's no way, there's no way that the, that um, the tech is. I I just can't imagine tech being there. But I guess if you think about for those who know about GPT three, it's like this super highly advanced has like mm-hmm. trillions and trillions of parameters, like AI bot, um. And they've had several iterations of it. But I'm like, there's no way it can be that advanced. But the way that they're doing it is they're allowed to, I guess apparently they're allowed to use Apple AirPods so the guy can represent himself, his or herself, mm-hmm. and they can receive instructions from the AI on what to do. And the AI will be actually listening to what's going on in the room. But that yeah. has to be pretty fucking advanced for it to give it instructions on the fly. Yeah, dude. That, like, that, how is that, it going to be able to hear, degree. interpret? But then I thought about that, um, is, was it, Dal E, because I'm not the tech dude. But remember that Google guy who well, got Dal fired. E, Dal e. Yeah, the Google guy who got fired because he thought the AI was sentient. Yeah, right. He was Wasn't he? Dude. He was saying that he was having literal conversations where he would speak and they would respond. would respond, not right. like verbally respond, but so I can kind of see how it would work. Isn't that kind of the same? It's kind of the same, and I think we just don't. I mean, when you look at you know how fast technology is advancing. I mean, just look at like 2022. The start of 2022 to the end when it comes to AI art. Did you see how fucking yeah. fast that advanced? We they went from like realistic now. They look photorealistic now. We went and now we're getting 3D. They're doing 3D models for it and 3D oh my renders. God. 
of We've it already been seeing deep fakes and stuff like that. We like, went, that was a yeah. few years back. We went from, like, fucked up looking faces and iterations of, like, certain images to, like, photorealistic apps coming out where they can give you 50 different iterations and all these different art styles of uh, pictures of you. you that simulation theory shit is some real shit, yo. Right. I think I about like, that quite often. Or singularities. You know, for those who don't know, Ray that Kurzweil. Um, he's a futurist. I'm pretty sure he invented, the, I think he invented the keyboard, the electric keyboard. I think, oh, he I, invented text to, I think he invented text to speech. I think he was like ahead at Google. Oh, man, was a genius. Yeah. He's a futurist. Yeah, he's a futurist. Um, and he has a theory called, you know, singularity theory. He's written a couple books about it. But his thing is, his summation is that, you know, when you're looking at Moore's Law, so like I think it's now it's every 18 months. But like when you look at a, com- a computer chip that has the highest amount of transistors, it doubles every 12 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. So when you over time, that's exponential computing yeah, power. Exactly. It gets faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. So that and curve his, is his just. His theory is that like we're going to have a run. Once it goes straight, that exponential curve, it goes straight up. We're eventually going to get to a point where it's like the technology is advancing so quickly that we can't keep track of it. And it's already happening now. Right. But it's like you go to sleep and wake up and we have break like 10,000 years worth of right. breakthroughs. We have more. Yes. We have discovered more in that, that eight hour period of you going to sleep than of all in human history. And it just it'll be like we're just evolving as computers do. That's all. Yeah. That's almost exactly how it's going to be. But he, people he, have he, surmised that. I stole yeah. your word. That's a nice word. Surmised. <laughs> but people have theorized that like human beings, because we already kind of see it where we are just starting to place our consciousness in the hands, or not in the hands, but we're placing our consciousness, almost downloading it, uploading it to digital devices. So at that point where we reach singularity, we're probably gonna be not even like, uh, we might have physical bodies or whatever, right. but it, we're not even gonna be talking to each other. Like it's all, like it's, all it's gonna be, it's gonna be all like tech telepathy, you know? Cause yeah. like his, yeah. he has like, I'm telling you bro, he has like, I have one of his books, but he like, he has like, they're like predictions and his predictions. I think they're like lowered now, but he's like 60 or 7% right over the last 20 years on like all mm-hmm. his tech predictions. And they've been That's making that damn prediction. good. It's they've been damn bringing good. That, that prediction of where we reached that singularity, that year mark. They've been bringing that down for like, I don't know how many years now. Oh, it's going down. They've been bringing it down. I heard the last one I heard it, was like 2030, 20, 2040. Yo. It's like 2030 to 2040. 20, 2029. Mean, is when they think artificial general intelligence. So that's like an AI that you don't have, like narrow intelligence is like, all right, I want an AI that's really good at picking up a mouse or like picking yeah. up objects. So you now we talking about like all like this robot data. robots. General, it, yeah, like re, like what you think of like what people and you see on TV, like the robot robots. Like it's shit. generally, like we are general intelligence. Like he, he's yeah. like intelligent enough. He's like, hey man, I want you to pick this up and he'll pick it up and he'll start learning it and he'll start, mm-hmm. oh, this is, this is the physics of it. Hey man, Adapts. I want you to like write a, Adapts like it, it's generally intelligent. You could just tell it to like, I want you to figure this out. Here's some training. It's like, oh, cool. I got it. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Oh, let me do this. And he just and then after like a year, it's the dude is just wild, like, bro. <laughs> yeah. Them Roombas gonna be walking around looking like fuck. Like, what the hell is this machine? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, I, don't give like the tech is getting like if if the AI art shit didn't, didn't convince you about the singularity theory, I don't know what else is. It, it's it was scary. that quick. Yeah. I, 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 genu- I, genu- I genuinely believe in that simulation theory, bro. We are in a fucking sim Dude. simulation. And I think Gen Z is going to be one of the last generations to die. If not, I think we're going to, if you want to and you can afford it, you're going to be able to live as long as you want. Barring at a certain point. Catastrophe. At a certain it's point, happening. bro. It is going to happen. It is, it's here. <sighs> Fuck, bro. Technology. Uh, well, would you, you want to have deep long? cuts? 
Well, last question. What? Yeah, yeah. Wait, how if you live in a world where it's like you could afford it and you had the money, and you could live as long as you want, would you want it? I feel like at a certain point it'd be cursed to be immortal. You I think I would die. take it as long as there's some type of like f- like fail safe red button that I can push that will just like let me let me rest when I want to rest. I think like yeah. a, like an off button, like an off switch. What about you? Yeah, if there was like. If we got to a point in society, I think there's certain countries, I don't know what they are right now, but there are certain countries that are that allow medical, I think it's man, medical euthanasia, I think that's what it is, where okay. you can, if you wanted, you're ready to die, you yeah. can die. If, mm-hmm. we, it would ha- if we live in a society like that, it would have to be legalized, because we're thinking about the legal ramification, ramifications yeah. of certain technology. Yeah, medical it couldn't be considered suicide and, a, and uh, euthanasia would have to be, they would, if you were like 100, 300 years old, and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm done, guys. You yeah. should be able to go to the doctor's office, right, fill out some paperwork, least, yeah. fill out some fills, fail safes, get in that bed, and just go and just die. And just drift. Just, have just, your family around off. you. Have your family yeah. around you. They inject you, and you just die. You should be yeah. allowed to do that. I agree with that. Yeah. But that shit is fucking scary. All right. Uh, you want to head us out with some deep cuts? Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's get started. All so right. So, deep- yeah, go ahead. What is it called again? We can cut this off. I got you. No, I got you. That's why I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna introduce your shit. We, we uh, listened this to it is, yesterday. Yeah, this is way back by this long, long, long artist list by Skrillex, Pink Panthers, and Trippy Red. That is such a like unique mixing combination of artists. Something mm-hmm. to get a little trumpets, bro. You have to turn it back. Uh, my song, my deep cut is by Alameda. This is Gonna Bleach My Eyebrows. Sounds a little similar to Pink Panthers, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
SZA influence a little bit, low-key. I can see the SZA. gentlemen boys and girls again we want to thank you guys for keeping up with us tuning in you guys already know where you can find us next week same place same time episode 39 oh that rhyme bars Ugh. i'm i'm just nasty with it all right guys we'll catch you guys later Take it easy guys <laughs>